Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. Today is May 16th, 2022. Hello. How's Hello. it going? It's going. <laughs> Got a good show today, huh? Yes, we have a great show for you today. We are going to be covering the schedule release, some Buccaneers news, some news around the league, especially NFC South news. Don't have any fact checks or follow-ups because we were absolutely perfect in our last podcast. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, so you want to start scheduling or covering the schedule? We're just going to jump right into the schedule. We're just going to go right into it. Okay. Uh <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, when, when was it? It was uh, released Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Um, we were going to do the podcast, but didn't realize it was so late when the schedule came out. I thought they'd like, put it out sooner. Because I feel like in years before... They put. They said it was going to come out at eight, but then it came out earlier. They did release a bunch of the like first week. They did the first week. They did some of the Thursday night games and stuff. I think they released the Christmas Day package, mm-hmm. which surprise, surprise, the Buccaneers are playing on Christmas Day. I don't like that. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, too much. It's the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. We're going to be a. If I know. If they played during the summer, we'd have July 4th. We, I know. Surprised we don't have New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Oh, we do. Oh, do we have New Year's Day too? Yes. Wow. <laughs> do we have Thanksgiving game? Uh, I don't know when Thanksgiving ends. Hold on. No. I think we're on a bye that week. Well, there you go. And we we don't have any Thursday games in November. That's what so. happens when you got the goat on your team, man. You get all the prime slots. We got five primetime games again, again. this year, third yeah. time in a row. How about Which that? I don't think, you know, when he when Tom Brady unretired in March, I don't think the schedule was done at that point, right? Right. In, well, they, they they were working on it, and they said they had to revamp the whole thing. Yeah. Because they weren't going to give us five primetime games. No. <laughs> God, Lord have mercy. The reason why we got five, the reason why we got any primetime games is because of Tom Brady. I know. And like any in the years past, it's like we got the obligatory Thursday night game that everyone gets. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Maybe one other one. Yes. All right. So run it down. What do we got? Week one. Okay. Playing Dallas again at Dallas. Second year in a row, we barely beat them this year or last year. It'll what be do you more think? Convincing this year. Don't you feel like it was kind of cheap that they did it two years in a row? They're going to give us Dallas. To it's start the, they're off. the biggest team in the league. I mean, they got the biggest market, the biggest fan base. I don't know. Like, give us some variety. Nah, I think it's great. You start do? off the season, yeah, against Dallas. Smack it's- the Dallas fans. <laughs> I know. Start the season. Start early. Demoralize them. It's a Sunday night game. So we have to go through the first Sunday of the season. No football until Sunday night. We got quite a few Sunday night games, don't we? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the primetime games, largely because I can't stay up that late. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a struggle. Uh, But another reason is that you do have to wait so long so see your game yes so yeah i i, pr- I prefer the one o'clock games you know I that's too. you know kind of how i grew up watching one o'clock games and then you know you had monday night football that was it that was the whether you had the one o'clock games four o'clock games and the monday night football we didn't have sunday night football we didn't have thursday night football all that good stuff so uh you know i'm used to waking up and drinking at one o'clock I know. And then you get done with the one o'clock games. You can kind of nap through the four o'clock games. It's like the perfect, uh-huh. you know, you're in and out. Yeah. Now football is an all day event, especially if they got a, that games in like London or something. You got to get up at nine o'clock, <sighs> watch it until midnight. I, I mean, that's know. a, I get, I'm exhausted by I know. 
you know, Sunday nights, at the end of Sunday nights. I agree. It's too much. Um, so then week two, we do get a one o'clock game. It's against New Orleans, at New Orleans. So our first two games are road games. Um, I hate that. <laughs> I hate getting New Orleans so early in the season. Because, you know, it is true that we've struggled against them in the last few years, even before Tom Brady came. And it did not work out well for us, what, the first year Tom Brady was here? Ah, yeah, I got blown out. Yeah, like, well, I think that was the second game in the season. Yeah. The first game was closer, but we still lost. Well, so, yeah, the second game was primetime. Mm-hmm. It's like on those primetime yeah. games, Saints just beat us silly. Yeah. So I don't I don't ever really want to play them. <laughs> Even though, you know, they're not the same team. No Drew Brees. You know, they're replacing a lot of people, new coaching staff. Uh, I just feel like it's a they're a little bit of an Achilles heel. So don't love that. And then week three, we got the Green Bay Packers at home. That's the first home game. Uh, that is a 425 game. So love playing them. We we fared very well against them in the last few years, so I'm never scared of facing up against them. And they're like losing Devontae Adams, so feel pretty good about that one. What do you think? Yeah, they seem to be again. It's all it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's he is the team. Um, and you know that it's it's it, it seems like no matter who they put there with him, they're still competitors just because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So you know, they're gonna they're gonna compete, but yeah, I think we're gonna beat them. What what happened with Devonte Adams? Like they apparently mm-hmm. offered him more money than what the Raiders did, and he just didn't want to play for the Packers. It's too damn cold up there. Yeah. You think that was it? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I have I no idea. Either. Uh, so week four, we get the Chiefs at 820. So our second Sunday night game. Yeah, three of our five primetime games are Sunday night games. And it's funny because we only had one in the previous 10 years before uh, – Tom Brady showed up. Now we've had seven <laughs> on Sunday Night Football. He's just a huge draw. This will be fun. A fun matchup. Yeah. A rematch. Yeah. And it's at home. It's a home game. Well, they burned us at home, right, against uh, – that was when Tyreek Hill got 208 yards in the first yeah. quarter. Yeah. They don't have him anymore. I know, which is unfortunate. Uh, you know, we can't get a recap of take two yes. of the Antoine Winfield taunting, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, they have Rojo. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. yeah. We'll see if he makes it. I mean. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sure he'll probably be a two or three. Number two or three back. Can't recall who their starter is. Yeah, we've got a tough schedule. We've got the fourth hardest in the league, I believe. The Rams really? have the first hardest, yeah. Yeah, we're playing, I think, nine. No, eight Eight of our – eight of the teams that we're playing were in the playoffs last year. Wow. Yeah, so it's almost half. And none of them, of course, from, from our division because none of them made it. Uh, So, you know, and then we're playing – well, we got Pittsburgh – yeah, yeah. So we have the AFC North. All right. So they didn't make Baltimore. it, but they're yeah. still going to be a tough team. Baltimore. They didn't make the playoffs mm-hmm. last year, right? I can't remember. I want to say Pittsburgh did. Yeah. So so Pittsburgh and Baltimore. They're two tough teams. I mean, they're playoff caliber yeah. teams. Well, we'll see about Pittsburgh. You know, they they don't have Big Ben anymore. Yeah, it's a huge shakeup there. Yeah. I mean. Their saving grace is Mike Tomlin. You know, he always seems to field a competitive team 
in right. a really right. tough division. Right. So. Same same with Harbaugh. I mean, yeah. you know, they just don't have crappy seasons. Exactly. You know, to them, a crappy season is nine and seven. Mm-hmm. You know, both and of those still make up the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, Baltimore usually, they usually beat us up pretty bad. Every time we play yeah, them. Yeah, they're a tough team to play. I don't know. Very physical. Uh, We play them at home, so that's good. Last time we played them at home was, what, 2013 or something like that? And they did. Uh, Flacco scored five touchdowns in the Ugh. first half. Why does that always seem to happen against us? <laughs> like, team set records against us. It's you know, I mean, we we fielded some horrible, horrible teams, and that yeah. that game was just embarrassing bad. I mean, they were throwing our guys all over the place. That, but Harbaugh, you know, he that's his thing. You know, he believes in blocking and tackling. Mm-hmm. That's how he coaches his guys. That's how he you know, and they're a run first team, you know, one of the few in the league. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they they're, they're going to come and play smash mouth football. And if you're not prepared, they go they just going to beat you up. Yeah. And it seems like every time we meet them, we're not prepared. We're not prepared. Yeah. We just get punched um, in the face and don't like it. But, you know, Tom Brady has a history against that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been in the same conference for 20-some years. Yes. He chirped against Terrell Suggs and Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Got up in Ray Lewis's face. Uh-huh. Which I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's a good way to get murdered, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gotta have some cojones to get up in his face. Yeah. Like, whose face hasn't he got up in? Yeah, really? And like, that's the thing you gotta respect. Like, he's gonna get up in someone like Ray, Ray Lewis. Mm-hmm. You know, that caliber player. Yeah. He's scared of you. Um, week five, we got the Falcons. Speaking of not being scared of you. Uh, so that's a one o'clock game. That's at home. So on, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad are the Falcons going to be? With 10 being absolutely horrendous and 1 being I'll give them a winning record. Uh, 7. Yeah, I'll go with that. I don't know, man. They might be up there. Like 5 and, I guess, 12? Five they, and 12 they are, according to... Vegas odds right now. We are favored to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes, we're at plus 650. Uh, the Texans, Lions, and the Jets are dead last by a long shot at plus 20,000. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. if you've got some money and you want to put it down on a long shot bet, bet on one of those three teams to go to the Super Bowl. Now, here's what I would say. They don't the Jets. I'm really surprised that they are down there. I'm telling you, man, the Jets are going to surprise people this year. They're a good team. Uh, the Saints are at plus 5,000. Remember, we're at plus 650. Okay. So, I mean, that's how huge of a difference this is. Uh, the Falcons are at plus 10,000. Wow. And the, and the Panthers both are at plus 10,000. So, the Saints, they, they don't have the Saints as being that bad. But, I, you know, I don't know this, Saints ain't the same Saints anymore. You know, you ain't got you ain't got Sean Payton, you ain't got Drew Brees, you got Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and everything. But it's you know they're we'll in for rude awakening. I sure hope so, and hope we give it to them. Bam. I mean, they have Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas for now, but what happens when they start losing? Yeah, you know. Right. I mean, they're gonna get their money and they're gonna leave. Yes, they're gonna finish out their contract. Which I'm surprised Michael Thomas is still there. With all the nonsense that happened last season. Yeah, and then Kamara didn't play a whole lot. He, he's been getting injured. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, McCaffrey. It's you know, every running back. It's just the nature yeah. of the position these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like Derrick Henry. Yep. You know, he's a tough, big, strong running back. Mm-hmm. Bowl you over. And he still spent half the season on IR last year. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just what's happening these days with running backs. That's why they're overvalued. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get the Adrian Petersons, the mm-hmm. Emmett Smiths and the Daniel Tomlinsons anymore. It's I mean, what is up with that? Yeah. Yeah. They just don't last anymore. No. I mean, uh, 
like Derrick Henry, you know, when you think of Derrick Henry, it's kind of like Jonathan Taylor. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're, they're you know, big, strong guys that'll bowl you over. Jonathan Taylor, we haven't seen yet if he's going to last. But you see Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, he is smaller. Okay, okay. But, I mean, he will yeah, bring Yeah, he's like over. a power runner. Yeah. Right. Got the big thighs. Yeah. Uh, but, you, as you said, Derrick Henry is now starting to get injured. Mm-hmm. You know, and last year he didn't have, you know, full season. So we'll see what happens this year. And you just see it all across the league. I mean, nobody, no running backs are staying healthy anymore. Mm-hmm. It's been They've like that for about two years. So I think Jonathan mm-hmm, two, Taylor, he'll be fine this year. And then next season, I think we'll see an injury to him. I wonder if a lot of it has to do with the way guys are tackling now. You know, because guys are doing the side tackling, the alligator rolls, uh, the rugby tackling, and a lot of them, they're going low. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, and so it's, you know, the running backs aren't getting direct hits anymore. They're getting these side hits and, you know, ankle tackles and all that. So they're getting knee and ankle injuries a lot more. That's what I was thinking, too. It's just the difference in the tackling. Hmm. Because, I mean, that's the one variable I think that's changed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, week six, we have the Steelers, and that's at Pittsburgh. So that is October 16th. That's a 1 o'clock game. Who Who is starting that quarterback there? Do we know? It's like a competition, right? Mm-hmm. They've got um, Mason Foster, and then they brought people in, didn't they? Did, did they get Trubisky? No, he went to, oh, my gosh, uh, Cleveland. He did? Oh, no, 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 uh, Trubisky. I was thinking of... Uh, got, Brissett. Used, Brissett. Yeah, yeah, Jacoby Brissett. No, you're right. Yes, Trubisky's at Pittsburgh, and I think he's slated to be starter, but, you know, of course, there will be a competition in training camp. Interesting. So that's but one to watch. either way, both of them suck. <laughs> yeah, not great. Oh, and then they drafted Kenny Pickett. Ah, that's right. That's they right. got the first. So they got three potential starters. Yeah. So we have no idea on that one. That'll mm-hmm. be interesting to watch. And you know, when teams get a new quarterback, they have the advantage because you don't have a lot of film on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mason Foster, you got a little bit of film on him. He did start last year. Trubisky the same way. Um, Trubisky the same way. But this Kenny Pickett's, you have no idea. No idea. Well, all three of them, you don't know what they're going to do yeah. at Pittsburgh. Yeah, what kind of role they're going to play. Mm-hmm. So I think it works to our advantage that we don't see them first thing in the season because there's going to be a little bit of tape on them, yeah. whoever their quarterback happens to be. Um, you know, And we've kind of historically gotten burned by guys like that mm-hmm. who kind of came in he had no tape on them they're kind of a surprise so luckily uh maybe we'll have the advantage there with a little bit of film on whoever it's going to be week seven we see the panthers at home oh no that's at carolina and that's a one o'clock game speaking of what are they doing at quarterback still rumors about baker mayfield but Supposedly, he doesn't want to go there. So, I don't know. That place is just a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> what? The like, draft that, was like, it was like they didn't even, they were just like, eh, you know, eh. Eh, we'll pick a guy or two. And then, yeah. I don't know what they're doing over there. I really don't. I have no idea. Very happy with it, though. Mm-hmm. Their oh, quarterback yeah. situation is crap. Their wide receiver situation is crap. Mm-hmm. Their defense is crap. It's just going to be a mess. Yeah. It'll be a mini bye week, which is a good thing because we see the Ravens on Thursday. So we see the Panthers Sunday, and then we go to Baltimore Thursday. All right. That's a primetime vid- game, and it's mm-hmm. going to be on Prime Video, Amazon. Oh. Yeah, they've got okay. all the Thursday night games this year. Exclusively, yeah, they're kind of stacking up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mm-hmm. they could be a big player. I think they're looking to take over the NFL. Yeah, they're trying. You know, mm-hmm. the, the have we heard anything about the contract to Directv? 
Didn't they lose Sunday Ticket? I heard I that they lost Sunday Ticket. Right, but who got the rights? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're not going to give the rights. They're just going to divvy it up to like Amazon and Yeah, like other. why wouldn't you? I don't know. I don't know. Because that, that's where they made a lot of their money. I mean, it was like. Right. Like, but if you can get multiple streaming platforms, I mean, that's more than one contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like DirecTV had exclusive rights. So yeah. you had to go to DirecTV, but that kind of limited you with how many people were going to see it. So if you have multiple streaming platforms that you're contracting with. Well, that's going to kill DirecTV. I know. Aren't they? Are, I thought they were already like bankrupt uh week nine oh i hate this game week nine we see the rams and it's at home it's a 425 game Wait a minute, i wanted to say something about the the direct tv thing oh or yeah uh you know richard sherman is in talks with working with amazon this year they're they're scooping up a lot of mm-hmm. talent um isn't that where Kay adams went did she? Uh, I think so. She left Good Morning Football. In fact, check me on that. Yeah, I, I don't think she had anything planned. I think she just Oh, she retired. might have been in talks with them. Um, that's where yeah, Troy Aikman went, right? Right, and Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. They're doing the Thursday night football. Yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee was talking to him. I don't really? know if that went anywhere. Yeah, so I th- I think that they're poising to take over. The NFL, I think they're swooping in and getting a lot of the talent from the other networks. And so I think there's going to be a huge shakeup as far as um, the future of the NFL goes in that way. I mean, think about what kind of control and influence that gives them. Yes. You know, something to look out for. Um. Yeah, so the Rams week nine, and we have a late bye week. We don't have a bye until week 11, so we got to see week six, the Steelers, who, you know, although their offense might be a little bit of question, questionable, they're a tough team. They always have been. And then, so that's week six. Two weeks later, we see the Ravens, who, same thing, they're a tough team. They're going to beat us up. And then uh, we got the Rams All the Rams. next week. Yeah. Yes. So that's at Raymond James. Yeah, but it is a good thing because the Ravens we see on a Thursday, and then we don't see the Rams until Sunday. So we'll have a week and a half to recover, which I think we'll need. Yeah. <laughs> and then we- that's a four twenty-five p.m. game. The Rams yeah. game. Yeah. So, um, and then the following week, week 10, we, ugh, that's when we go to Germany. Oh, I hate those games. I hate those games. Yeah. Now, it's the first game that's going to be played in Munich, Germany. It, it will probably be pretty cold there. It gets cold in, at that time of year in Germany. Really? Yeah. And so, when we go to England, they play on the soccer pitches, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an open stadium. So what is this? Is this the For same sure. thing? What? Allianz Arena. Like, what is, is that? It, is it Allianz or Alliance? Allianz. I've been saying Alliance. Huh. It's like a financial company. Um, they... Yeah, so is that like a football pitch there, too? In Germany? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a soccer stadium. Uh, but it's got like an open roof. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it, it'll probably be pretty cold there. Ugh. But it, it's one of the few cold games we're going to play this year. Really? Yeah. If, I mean, look at the schedule. We're not uh, – we don't play hardly any cold weather teams you, you figure we got uh at cleveland november 27th yeah that'll be cold yeah uh seattle we're playing munich mm-hmm. so those two games will probably be cold mm-hmm. december 5th new orleans that's in a dome uh, december oh 
I'm sitting here and giving all the rest of the schedule. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. And then, yeah, and the rest of the games for the rest of the year are either warm or in domes. Yeah, you're right. So that's good. All right. I didn't realize that. I think that certainly works to our advantage. So after we get back from Germany, thankfully we get a bye week. So that's awesome. Real um, quick, I want real quick, I want to say the Sunday ticket is still available direct TV. The the package doesn't expire until twenty twenty three. Oh gotcha. Okay. So they're probably still in talks with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, bidding for the package starts in twenty twenty three. Gotcha. Okay. And everybody from Apple to Amazon, uh, Disney and Comcast, it looks like they're going to go with a with a streaming with streaming services, mm-hmm. plural. Uh, yeah, I could see Disney. Yeah, getting the, it. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Twenty three percent of Directv subscribers do it specifically for a Sunday ticket. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's how we were. We had DirecTV yeah. just for that reason. Yeah, That Ooh. was back in the days when you couldn't get it anywhere else. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So they would lose like a quarter of their subscribers, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Oof. I know somebody who's quit using them. Hmm. Um, okay, so week 12 we've got at Cleveland. That's a 1 o'clock game. Week 13 is a Monday night game against New Orleans. Let's go back to the Cleveland game real quick. Oh, okay. You're just shooting right Sorry, past everything. You're right. You're right. I did. Uh, Jumped the gun there. Deshaun Watson. There, now, he's meeting with the NFL. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. The NFL is going to meet with him. I think they're going there. Uh, so, we'll find out whether he's going to get suspended or whatever. You know, for everything I've seen, the guy didn't do anything. You know, I mean, it, if you don't get... Uh, you know, when they con- convene a grand jury and they don't, you know, say that you need to be brought in front of a court, <laughs> there's, there's, nothing, there's there. nothing there. And, you know, it just seems to me like, I don't know, I'll be surprised if anything happens to him. But if something does, we'll probably be playing him, you know, because if they do suspend him, I can't mm-hmm. see him suspending him for the whole year. They no, might do three games not. or whatever, but he'll be playing at this point of the year no matter what okay. well unless you know he gets injured previously whatever mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting yeah we'll see what he's got you know i've been pretty hard on him as a player so yeah it'll uh so you put the mo- put your money where your mouth is <laughs> exactly. now the domicon sue we haven't signed him yet or re-signed him and there's reports out there that Cleveland Browns and the Oakland Raiders are interested in him as well as us. Now, the Raiders, they don't have the money. They got $5 million right now, and they haven't signed their rookie guys. Oh, my God, what? Right. Uh, we've got $12 million, but we're still looking for Gronk to come back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're – and we haven't signed our guys either. Uh, so, you know, it's a little, little tight for us. Now, the Browns, they got $23 million. Shoot. Yes, I know. And Sue's going to cost $8 million, Yeah. You know. Pr- so prob- that could turn nine. into a bidding war. And we know Cleveland is willing to put up the house for mm-hmm. whoever they want. Right. Yeah, and they might get him just for this game. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and I, I really do, too. I really do. Uh, Sue is he's a, the linchpin of our defense. I feel, you know, he's he's. He's much more valuable than people give him credit for. The guy, you know, he never misses a game. He's all he he doesn't make mistakes. You know, he's always where he needs to be. He's a, he's a playmaker. You know, when it's when it's third and long, you know, and the game's on the line, that's when Sue's going to bust through and do something. You know, I mean, his stats aren't like spectacular and all that, but they're still pretty good for a defensive tackle. You know, I mean, the guys, you know, what did he get six and a half sacks or something like that mm-hmm. last year? You know, I I just like the guy. I know, you know, the other guys really look up to him, respect him. Yeah, I think him. he's, he's a, great in the locker room. Yeah. And and not just on the field, but as a person. 
You know, I mean, I think he's he's turned a lot of guys' lives around. And I've seen him, you know, he's got certain things that he does, and he came into the Buccaneers, and I saw a lot of the guys picking up his moves and doing the same things. Now, last year, our whole defensive line did not play well. I mean, they didn't play bad, but they just didn't play at that elite level that I wanted to see them play, that they can play at. You know, Barrett didn't play well. JPP didn't play well. Uh, and, and when I say they didn't play well, again, it said they didn't play at that elite level. The bar was so high. Yeah. And Vita and Sue, you know, they were just, they didn't play bad, but they weren't, you know, out there destroying everybody like we expected and wanted them to. But, you know, I think not getting Sue back is really going to hurt us. It's going to hurt our run game for damn sure. You know, and I really wanted him there to be able to, groom guys mm. you know that we drafted all right and... calm down disney <laughs> <laughs> grooming you knew what i meant yeah uh yes i mean uh logan he he's not a run stopper mm-hmm. you know i mean you know if he's going to take sue's spot you know our run run defense is gonna fall quite a bit now last year it wasn't that great you know, I mean, it 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 took a took a beating. You know, I think it was, God, who was it? We played Indianapolis. They he mm-hmm. he ended up putting up like 105 yards on us, and then it was just like boom, boom, boom. We got a hit. Uh, can't mm-hmm. remember, uh, but we had like two or three teams that really ran on us, like 150 yards, and it took us from the top spot in the league, which we were the top spot, top run defense for two years in a row. And if we would have done it for three years in a row, we would have set a record. Nobody's ever done that before. And we ended up being third mm. on the season because of the little stretch there. Mm-hmm. We had a tough time uh, stopping to run. But again, you know, JPP was hurt and Barrett was hurt. And, you know, I don't know. There was just something out there. But if we don't have Sue, it's definitely going to hurt our run game because he just – he just stops at, you know, anything within his radius, mm-hmm. his arm reach. It's that's just dead space. You can't run there. Mm-hmm. You know, so. And he's so smart too. So he's right. getting off blocks, and he's right. Yeah, you don't you don't going. push him out of the way. Yeah. And then, and run at his spot. Right. Yeah. So, I I, <laughs> I really want us to get Sue back, but. Uh, yeah, I, I just know don't know how they're going to do it Yeah, if we're anticipating that Gronk is coming back. He better come back, damn it. If he doesn't come back and we don't get Sue or JPP back, I'll be mad at Gronk. I know. You see, he tweeted out on Leonard Fournette's birthday. Leonard Fournette was like, let's see how many people in the stands will wear my number. And Gronkowski tweeted, or not tweeted, responded on Instagram and said, I'll, I'll be in the stands wearing number seven for you this year. Everybody was like, whoa, no. You're going to be playing, buddy. I know. Well, I think that if Gronk is coming back and we are tight against the cap, I think that's when Tom Brady comes in and renegotiates his contract or something. I don't know if he can anymore. Can he? I don't know. Mm. Are there limits to how much you can do that? Don't know. Well, that's what I would foresee happening. Uh, week 13, Monday night, prime time against the Saints. That one's at home. Oh, God. I know. Another prime time game against the Saints. I just, you know, I don't fear this team necessarily, but, you know, we don't have the best track record. <laughs> I know. It's oh, just... Oh, uh, Yeah, so now we're nervous. getting into the cold weather games normally. Yeah. But then, you know, again, we got New Orleans. It's a dome. And then the week after that is? Uh, San Francisco. Right. 49ers. Yeah. Like warm, sunny, California. Mm-hmm. Never cold out there. Yeah. That's uh, another 425 game Sunday. Yes. And then we. John Lynch. We're going to be yeah. going up against John Lynch's team. Yeah. And then we'll see it. Like, they still have Jimmy G for right now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, the expectation and understanding that he was going to get traded. 
and it hasn't happened. He's still there. So I think I thought that their plan was to go with Trey Lance, but from what I've heard, he's maybe not completely ready. They, you know, the coaching staff, they've asked about him and they're saying, eh. so maybe they feel like, oh, we need Jimmy D here another year. Hmm. Don't know. That would be one to watch. And then the following week, we have the Bengals at home. That's a 425 game. You think they're going to make the Super Bowl again this year? No. <laughs> you think they're going to make the playoffs? <laughs> Maybe. Potentially. I don't know. I just, it's one of those things you get a rookie quarterback, which he was fun to watch and mm. he did do well. Um, but it's how do you rebound yes. after yeah, it, a it's, Super Bowl loss? And has it ever happened? I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, it's like Pat Mahomes, look at the Chiefs after they lost. So. Yeah, man, you get you get your butt whooped in the Super Bowl. It's hard, hard, hard to come back from that. It is hard, and especially for a young guy like mm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't. It's, it's tough. And then uh, the following week, week 16, that's our Christmas game, 820 at the Cardinals, which that sucks. All our players, they're going to be away from home on Christmas. Like, that stinks. Yeah. It's a road game. Yeah. But, and again, it's a warm, it's a dome stadium. Yeah. Arizona. I mean, yeah. it's warm anyhow. They didn't have a dome. Right. Exactly. Uh, so we will yeah, see. Yeah. So that's the last game. There's a, It's a triple header on Christmas. And we're okay. playing the last one. That sucks because... Yeah, I'm going to be three sheets to the wind by that like, point. I, I'm just not a fit. Like, even Thanksgiving, I know Thanksgiving and football, it's like a tradition. But it's hard on a holiday like that. Like, especially the women folks. The women folks. Y'all are all like, I'm cooking Let's all do day. all this. Let's do I this. I got to watch. You know, it's like it's. I miss half the games because I'm in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Christmas, I feel like it's the same thing. Dad's going to be on the couch. Mom's going to be doing everything. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's football. I knew it's that when football. I married into this. <laughs> that was part of the agreement. We Damn. had it in the vows. You're lucky I'm not at the bar watching the game. <laughs> Christmas. Okay. In the New Year's Day, we got the Panthers at home. That's a one o'clock game. That's crazy. We're doing Christmas game and New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah. So the Panthers, that's that'll be fun. Bring in the new year, beating up on the kittens. Yeah. At this point, you know they're going to be shooting for a high draft pick. Yeah. So they're uh, their coach will probably be fired by then. I don't think he's going to make it through the season. That's my prediction. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not going to be great. Uh, he's already had two seasons. Has it been two? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, he's had two drafts. Remember the first draft he had all defensive players. And then this draft was just like a cluster. No, this will be a second year. Uh So I I okay. gave him two okay. years, right. maybe yeah, three, you're depending. But after I saw their draft and the how they're doing things yeah. i'm just like are they even trying it's just weird yeah right? you know you definitely saw that at the end of the year last year their their team had quit you know and i was like well when well, they'd already fired coaches <laughs> like mid-year right you can't do that man yeah. it's anyway. just not when a team starts firing coaches mid-year that's yeah. when you know yeah well that's why i don't think he's even gonna make it the full yeah. year yeah it makes don't. sense yeah so i mean we'll so see. that'll be a good that'll be a good way to kick in the new year i like that and we might i don't know if we're gonna be sitting players or not by that point depends on our playoff position good point who knows and then week 18 at the falcons to be determined there's no right it'll be january 7th or the 8th saturday or sunday depending why why are they doing did they do all the teams like that i don't know it's just weird yeah I guess it, you know it's kind of a flex thing, but depending on what games are exciting, they're going to have some on Saturday. And well, and 
I think the last week they've probably done all division games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did it last so, year, too. Yeah, so there might be some playoff implications with some of these. I doubt for our our division, but... So, looking at the schedule, what do you think our record is going to be? 18 and 0, 17 and 0. <laughs> nah, no. Nah. I don't know. You know, I'm going to have to, just saying it right now, looking at this, uh, I'm seeing maybe one, two, three, four, four losses. So. I was thinking like 15 and two, uh, two losses coming against the Saints. That was like when I looked through, I was like, yeah, we oh no, we're not beating them. And everyone well, else, I was like, we're beating them. No problem here. No problem here. Yeah, I was I was looking at it as to, you know, teams that I think that we are going to have a hard time against. I just went ahead and counted it as a loss. So it's all mm. four. Okay. Uh, four, maybe bad. five. So, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not mad about this. But yeah. then again, you know, our, our, our team – they got they got to play right too. Yeah, we can't just hand them the trophy already. We tried doing that last year and it didn't work for us. Yeah, yeah, they got to do something different this year. <laughs> yes. So not only is Richard Sherman in talks with Amazon, so you know he's not coming back. He's not going to be on our team for sure, even if he does come back. Uh, yeah, Fox Sports tweeted out that uh, Tom Brady is going to be their lead analyst whenever he retires. He's uh, the report is allegedly it's a ten year contract for three hundred and seventy five million dollars. Whoa! Yeah, but then the uh, public relations guy for Fox Sports came out and he said, "No, that's not true." So we don't know he we don't know what he was saying. It was not true about, but yeah, you know whether he was saying it was a contract or the deal or whatever. Oh, the we whole don't story about him being an analyst. No, we know that's, that's true because true. they did okay. say that at their quarterly meeting. Mm. You know they're. So we just don't know the price tag. Right. Right. So that's interesting. You know, that's interesting in a number of different aspects. Uh, you know, we had uh, one of our listeners had, had talked to us about does, did the Miami thing, him going, him going there being a part-time or a, an owner and a player or just, you know, any idea of him going there, how would that affect his relationship with the rest of the team? You know, you know, yeah, they're going to look at him side-eyed if they think that, yeah, he wanted to go do that, but then he decided to stay here because of the, the Flores stuff and all that. You know, I mean, if you got a player that wants to go somewhere else, it is Tom Brady, though. You feel like he's going to put it all in, where whatever he's doing. So, But how are players going to look at him now, you know, knowing that as soon as he retires – He's going to be one of them. He's going to be one of the media people. So, you know, he's going to have all these stories. He's going to have, you know, what, what's he going to say? You know, are you going to be worried about being around Tom Brady now? Because, you know, he, he might tell a story about you while he's at Fox Sports or whatever. I didn't think about that aspect of it. Yeah. I don't really see that as a concern. I think the, I think anybody else like those might be legitimate concerns, but like it's Tom Brady. Like he's just such a icon in football. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the the rookies, they're a rookie mini camp, and they go to his locker and are just like staring at his locker like everyone congregated just to look at the locker that's what they called it mm -hmm. so i think that he's just kind of got a mystique and yeah. rapport among players yeah well you know i don't think that guys would be like consciously thinking that or anything but if you knew that somebody's going to be you know because th these guys have a contentious relationship with the media you know, because he's got they know that the media will report on them, destroy their lives, whatever, you know, just to get a story. So a lot of these guys are very guarded against the media. And now you've got a guy in your locker room who you know is going to be in the media, you know. So even if you're not consciously thinking it, subconsciously you're going to be a little guarded around him, I think. 
But don't you think there's a difference between media and, and then the, players who yeah. go, you know, fill that role? You would think. You know, yeah. like a Troy Aikman or... Right. I mean, there's so many players. Uh, John Lynch, mm-hmm. you know, that went... Of Ronde Barber that went to the broadcast booth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Chris Collinsworth. Uh, Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Jimmy Johnson. Drew Brees. Taylor Bradshaw. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Strahan. Yeah. You know, there, there's a pretty long list. Mm-hmm. And then what about, you know, are they thinking, well, you know, this Tom Brady guy, he's already got his retirement set up. He's he's ready he's ready to go out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, is this going to be a lame duck season for Tom Brady? You know? I mean, is he just going to ride the season out? I can't see Tom Brady doing that. Mm-mm. But are the other players going to think that away? Are they going to be like, mm-hmm. eh, Tom Brady's already – Got one foot out the door, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It's weird. This 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 year is starting off very weird, man. I know. Very Already. weird. Yeah. It's just it's crazy, you know. And Tom Brady just to me, he's kind of goofy, and he doesn't really come across as. I mean, he's he's good in front of the camera in the sense that he says the right things. He's you know he's very polished and all that. But there's something off about him that's just yeah. He's you not uh, you know like Peyton Manning. You feel like you could go and oh. sit at a bar with him and have a beer, right? And it'd be cool. Even right. Eli, mm-hmm. like dumb as a rock, but you're like, ah, uh, you know, he's like a yeah. Peyton Manning's person. just got the gift of gab. Yeah, you don't feel that way with Tom Brady. Yeah, I feel like it's almost not like. At all. Hard for him to talk to people. Yeah, I agree. So it, it it'll be interesting to see. He'll be he'll be great. I mean, whatever he does, he's going to be great at. You know, I I think, you know, when he goes to Fox Sports, they're going to have the best TV crew in the history of TV crews. He will make that happen. You know what I'm saying? He's going to go in there and get the team right, and you know, it's just it's Tom Brady. Well, just think about he is just such an encyclopedia of football yeah. knowledge. Like, think about how he's mentored the young guys in the box locker room. He's even gone to like Sean Murphy Bunting and said, Hey, you need to, uh, this guy's got a good move that you could kind of replicate, or this mm-hmm. guy. And so, I mean, he's he's got 23 years, 20, how many years is it now? 22. This will be 22 years of football under his belt. Yes. And, you know, and that's a lot he of remembers watching. all of it. Yeah. And I I see him in the broadcast booth doing a lot of homework, mm-hmm. a lot of film mm-hmm. work on these yeah. guys beforehand. Yeah. So I think he'll bring a totally different element to the broadcast booth uh, than a lot of other guys do. I think it'll what, make it a different, bring a different dimension. What happened to Drew Brees? He was with NBC, right? Yeah. Did, is he not with them anymore? Well, I mean, he, he wasn't that great, I didn't think. You know, the few times well, I saw him in the booth, but. The New York Post is reporting that he's done. Like, he didn't like, uh, he wanted to be in the booth and he got too much of the, like, studio work. Mm. He posted on Twitter and said that he's undecided about what his future and he even he got the saints fan base like worked up into a frenzy because he said <laughs> he might even play and he's been tweeting no, about how saints they, fans y'all y'all got james winston now I don't know, even i know but not just that but drew Brees just had shoulder surgery <sighs> like recently after i mean he hasn't played for a year and a half and yeah. then he has shoulder like it's not gonna happen yeah. y'all stop yeah. so uh, yeah, so it's not clear what's going on there. Uh, the Post is reporting he's done, but he's saying, I don't know. Wow, interesting. So the Buccaneers signed three guys from minicamp. Uh, you know, we brought a crap ton of people in. We even had Daryl Brooks's or Derek Brooks's son. Uh, he came in, tried out, and everything. But which I think that's interesting. We've talked about the nepotism in the mm-hmm. NFL. And so it surprised me that he was a walk-on and not like he yeah. wasn't drafted. I don't know what the story is there, yeah. but he wasn't drafted. Yeah, I heard he's not very good. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I heard. Yeah, I know. But 
So uh, we did sign three guys, uh, Coastal Carolina wide receiver Cameron Brown, James Madison defensive lineman Mike Green, and another tight end from Yale. We got a Yale and a Harvard, right? Let's let's see them compete in like trivia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this JJ Howland, uh, that's, that's the tight end from Yale. Uh, now I was looking him up. He's six foot six, two hundred fifty five pounds, big boot, big dude. Uh, but his experience is not all that great. Uh, in two thousand seventeen, he was a backup. They didn't see the field. Two thousand eighteen, he had eighteen receptions, three hundred twenty six yards, two touchdowns. Two thousand nineteen, he had a career or season ending ending injury in week one so he missed the final nine games i guess i only played 10 games Mm -hmm. and uh in 2020 the whole yale football team didn't play because of the pandemic and then in 2021 he had 16 receptions 238 yards two touchdowns and one of those was a 74 74 yard score so you take 74 yards off the 238 you know he only had a hundred and some yards all season so in his whole college career, he's only had like 35 receptions for less than 600 yards, well, four touchdowns. Okay, so he was a walk-on, and then they signed him, right? Yes. So they showed him something. Yeah, he's probably a great blocker, six foot six, three hundred twenty-five, or oh, two hundred twenty-five, two hundred fifty-five pounds. Yeah, they are getting that's these like boy. Josh Wells size guys. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table. And then we got that other tight end, uh, the red-headed Co. dude, yeah. <laughs> another Viking. Yeah. Ryan he's, Jensen he's a lookalike. character, it seems like. Yeah. But, yeah, it seems like they like him for the blocking. Oh, Howl- Howland or the other guy? The Co. other guy. Co Keeft. I think that's his name. Yeah, it looks like that's what we're going to use our tight ends again for this year. It's blocking mainly. Like, okay. Yeah. They can't all be Gronk. Like, right. Gronk is so well, good well, at everything. And, but, I mean, Gronk was used mainly for blocking. Yeah. Well, know? and he's so good at it. Yeah. Probably the best blocking tight end out there. Yeah. So, we made two cuts to get us to the 90 roster limit. We cut defensive lineman Kobe Smith and wide receiver Austin Watkins. Okay. So that got us to the 90. In order to sign those three guys. Yeah. And to cut two two of our – were they practice squad players or were they just guys we'd brought in? Uh, I think Kobe was. Yeah, I remember the names. Uh, yeah, Austin Watkins, I don't – that name is not familiar to me. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, he was probably a – Futures contract. One thing you get with the Buccaneers Observer, there's a lot of stuff about the NFL referees. And we're not going to disappoint you right now. (laughs) We've got 10 new game day officials. 10. Uh, We got four new replay officials and five new replay assistants. Uh, We've had nine officials are retiring this year. One of them, is head ref Tony Corrente. Really? Yeah. That really surprised me. He was one of my favorites. He was I know. One. I feel like one. we always get one of the big guys every year yeah. uh, retire. My favorite was uh, Gene Steratore. <laughs> he, he was funny. Yeah. He was just always just so chill. Yeah. And, and what, I didn't know. Where, what did we watch? It was like a document. No, it was it, Pat McAfee, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the interview with him there. He comes from like... He's like like seven, eight brothers. Oh, they're all highly competitive. Referees. And, yeah, it's like a family business. Yes, they take that crap serious too. Yeah, and he's a great public speaker. Mm-hmm. He was very so. That was that was very interesting. But yeah, uh, so Tony Corrente is gone. He'll no longer be a, an official in the. So I don't know who's going to take over his crew, but we do have Treywick Boger, better known as Tra. Yes, is that I could. Boger's yes, son? yeah. I saw it on your face. You were just like, and I was going to say something when you were talking about nepotism. Oh, <laughs> speaking uh, of it, <laughs> yeah. So it's Jerome Boger's son. He's is moving up in the world. He was a cornerback in college, 
Now, he signed with the Packers in 2006 as an undrafted free agent. He wasn't drafted, so he signed with the Packers in 2006, but they released him. He didn't make the roster. Guess who he signed with in 2007? The Bucks? Yes. What? Yeah, we signed him in 2007. Didn't make the roster. Uh, so after we cut him, he signed with the Toronto Argonauts of the CFL. Again, didn't make the roster. Now, that makes you wonder, makes you go, hmm, here's a guy that's probably got a grudge against the NFL because he couldn't, yeah, no couldn't make it the teams, you know, and uh, now he's getting to be an NFL referee, which is that's a rare thing. I mean, it, but we've got a, a couple of them who are ex-NFL players coming up now. Uh, Mike Morton, he's uh, joining the list of former NFL players who have traded in their shoulder pads to become refs, zebras. Uh, Morton was a linebacker for seven seasons. He played for the Raiders, Rams, Packers, and Colts. He's going to be the first NFL official to have a Super Bowl ring. Wow. As a player. Yeah, he won uh, Super Bowl 34 with the Packers in the 1999 season. That's when they beat the Rams, uh, the, the I, uh, I Broncos. I kind of like the idea of them being former players because I Do think you? you can appreciate the player perspective more and how difficult mm. it is to, you know, make a certain tackle or whatever. Like, mm. I feel like they'd be more sympathetic to the players. That'll be interesting. We'll find out, man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we have Robin DeLorenzo, female official from the XFL. She's going to be the third female permanent on-field official uh, to be – Hired by the NFL, she's going to be joining uh, Sarah Thompson and Judge Mia Chaka. Oh, okay. So we got three of them now. Three okay. of you people. You people. <laughs> <laughs> and then also to throw into the diversity scheme here, we have our first Asian American official, Lo Van Pham. Okay. How about that? He was born in Laos and moved to the United States at the age of seven. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's something you hear about all the time. We talk about diversity in the NFL. Why yeah. are there no Asian players or Asian? <laughs> this is the first you. Asian official. Yeah. There's no Asian coaches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when, we, when we talk about diversity, I think we all know what we're talking about there. Uh, so side judge Lovan Pham, first Asian NFL official. Moving on up. There we go. Yeah. So that's all I could find from the officials that I found interesting. Hmm. But, but we got we got four new replay officials and five new replay assistants, but I didn't see anybody leaving. And and most of the replay officials are guys moving up from assistants. So so I don't know if we're just getting more refs in the replay booths. Don't know. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Ugh. Who wants that? <laughs> More replay guys. God. More administration personnel. I know. <laughs> How many refs does it take to make it a Really? Oh, my gosh. That sounds like the start of a joke. I know. It How is. many refs does it take to screw in a light bulb? I know. It is a joke. Okay. So we hired... Mississippi State's DeAndre Ward as an assistant strength and conditioning coach. So he's taking Merrill's job. Okay. He played linebacker for the Bulldogs. Georgia. Yeah. So fill that vacancy. And then we apparently are going to have joint practices with both the Titans and the Dolphins. I saw that. And uh, we're going to be doing the scrimmages, and we we ha we played the Dolphins in preseason. Yeah, well, and I think Tennessee too, both of them. That's why we're having the joint practices. Okay, okay. So we'll do, yeah, we'll do practices yeah. with them, scrimmage, and then play the preseason game. When is who are we doing first? Okay, so Miami is week one. That's August thirteenth okay. in Tennessee. And then, yeah, and then Tennessee. So that's at Tennessee. Miami is at home. And then week three is the Colts at Indianapolis. Hmm. And so the Tennessee game and the Colts game, they're still date and time to be determined. 
That's good. I'm glad we got Tennessee in there because, you know, they're a tough team. They, you know, they're kind of like the hardball team. They believe in mm-hmm. blocking and tackling, run first team. And you, you want that. Mm-hmm. You want that to get prepared for the season. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw them last preseason. Hmm. Did we? We did. Okay. did. When they're fight at practice. Well, that's right. Antonio Brown got into it with them, didn't he? Yes. Yes. Uh, Mike Vrabel and Tom Brady are really good friends. Yeah. He so was that's in probably Man why. in the Arena. Yeah. yeah. And they're always shit-talking each other. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How crazy is that? You know, here's a guy you played with, and you're now a head coach of a football team, and he's still playing quarterback. Mm. That's insane, man. I mean, you know how long it takes to become a head coach? I know. You gotta like work your way up. Yeah, I mean, the it took it took Rabel like fifteen years. You know, yeah. I mean, he was an assistant coach with uh, Belichick, and uh, gosh, man, you know, he worked his way up. Mm-hmm. But it, he works his way up to get a head coaching job in the same amount of time. Tom Brady's still out there winning Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. That's it. We don't know what we got. Mm-hmm. We really don't. When Tom Brady retires and he's gone, the whole NFL world is going to go, "Wow, we were alive for that." It's just, you know, we saw, I mean, there's been a whole era of quarterbacks that are retiring. You know, I would say Peyton Manning was like the first one where it's mm. like, wow, he's one of the best. Yeah. And if if Tom Brady didn't exist, he would be the best is what I would say. Mm. So we all saw that. And then it's just been a steady stream since then of guys falling out. Yes. Yeah. You know, Ben Roethlisberger last Phillip year. Philip Rivers, Drew Phillip Brees. Rivers, yep. Yep, they're all gone, man. Tom Brady's outlasted mm-hmm. them all. And quite a few waves of them. I know. And is he trying to, like, outlast, like, Pat Mahomes or all the, you know? <laughs> At this point, I'm like, Russell Wilson might retire before Tom Brady does. He's a, he's Aaron Rodgers might. Yeah, he's eyeing the uh, guys coming in in this draft. He's like, uh, I might play until you retire. Yeah. Cam Newton, he outlasted him. Yeah. That is, that's insane. And, you know, he's done it with hardly, with very little injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the one season injury. Mm-hmm. And then after then, after then you know, he, he took it serious. He was like, man, this, getting injured sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's what he started the whole TB12 stuff and started working on his pliability and being serious about his health. And really, since then, he hasn't had hardly anything. Mm-mm. And certainly nothing he complains about during the season. I know. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> tough. Old school tough. Oh, yeah. All right. You got anything else? Um, I was just going to say that OTAs start tomorrow. Really? And they, yeah, the 17th through the 19th. Okay. Well, we should be able to get some uh, good pictures and maybe some video out of that. Mm-hmm. The, the Buccaneers never did release a, a, uh, a schedule release video. I they know, said they were going weird. to, and they didn't. Yeah. yeah. It's like after the Chargers did theirs. Everyone they did that quit. anime one. Yeah, everybody was just like, yeah, we can't beat that. Okay, which I'm not a fan of anime. Me neither. But that's, that was it. awesome. It's a whole thing. It's a culture. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. But it's great. You know, people love it. Uh, but that video was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They were throwing shade at people, and yes. it was funny. Uh, so, you know, I think the Buccaneers saw that. They were like, yeah, we're not going to put ours out. Yeah, we quit. Or maybe they did. We need to look it up and see if they did put one out. Uh and I think the Chargers had a really good video a couple years ago. It was the um, stock footage video hmm. of every team. And for the Chiefs, it was, it was the, chef. the chefs. Yeah, yeah. the chefs, which was the hilarious. Chefs. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of that one. So. Yeah. All right. Is that about it? All right. Yep, that's it. All right, man. Season's getting closer and closer. We've got OTAs coming up tomorrow. And, uh, you know, then you know, we're going to be looking at the mandatory training camps, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mandatory mini camp starts June 7th. Man, right around the corner. I know. And then we start seeing all the injuries across the league and training camps. 
and all the reshuffling everybody has to do because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then preseason's here, man. Yeah. It's hard to believe. I mean, we're only a couple months away. I know. Well, once the draft starts or is over, everything. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Guys, we're getting closer and closer and closer. Yay. So put on your, your, your shoulder pads and your helmet. Sit and watch TV like our rookie running back does. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but he, he wanted to take a Buccaneers helmet back to his hotel room so he could watch TV in it. <laughs> They wouldn't let him. This is the same guy that carries a football around with him all the time. So he, he's you gotta love very, this guy. Very like tactical. Yeah. Like. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for us, guys. Till next time. Go Bucks. <laughs>